hey, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Yeah? Use that promo code DANGLE, 20% off and free shipping. Just around the holiday season, too. How great is that? It's really great. I, I took some body wash out of the box. So you Did mind. you? No, I don't mind at all. Are you giving it to somebody or yourself? No, no, it's mine. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> well, there you go. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Hey, so just uh, a heads up. Today's show is going to be a little shorter because of some scheduling conflicts. But yes. then, Wednesday and Friday will be our normal length shows. Because um, normally we do like... Longer show Monday, longer show Wednesday, shorter show Friday. Um, now we're going to reverse it. We like to flip it and reverse it. Four hour show on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Four it. hours. Four hours. Whoo. Again, I'm ready. I'm already doing push-ups for it. Yeah? Why? Yeah, because <laughs> I don't do enough. <laughs> I feel like. I don't do enough. I don't know if you could tell. I don't know I don't if that helped. Are, are you going to do clap push-ups? Or are you going to do those elbow ones that you see on Instagram? Okay, the elbow ones... <laughs> what is that? Do I ever, you never see? No. Do you no. ever feel like the elbow no. ones are? I'm like, when I watch the elbow ones, I'm like, yo, guys, like, you, you don't could, need to be doing all. You that. don't need to be doing all that. That's no. you're showing off at that point. The mm-hmm. if you just pushed your body, it would be the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know explosion. I need quick, I need quick. my elbows to be tougher. Yeah, also, like, there's a return on investment eventually when you're just too strong. You shouldn't be doing eight, 80 pushups. Right. Like, go lift heavier weights yeah. than your body. You're clearly too strong for push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like, there's no reason to watch that on Instagram. It's not helpful to you. It's like watching the Olympics. You can't do those things. <laughs> like, the, you know who I follow on Instagram? There's this woman named Dr. Katie Claire, and she shows you how to unfuck your hips. Nice. You know what I need to know? How to unfuck my hips. Because they're fucked. They're for regular people. Yeah, That's all I gotta, stretches and just unfuck them. That's all I got to do. You know, just... Just lift it up like this, so I can do that. <laughs> but I can't do the oh I can't do that. It's a bit all over the place. It's too much. It's just too much. I, yeah, I wonder if there was like a way um, that, like, you could you do measure. a push up. You just push up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, point of contact. Like, how many spots would hit? You know I, what I mean when they hit, when yeah. they do those boards? There's got to be a better way to do it. I think there is, which is I think you mentioned it before. A, a, a normal crazy. One. My favorite. Uh, exercise tiktoker is jpg do you know him no he's he just does the he, he explains everything you want in the simplest way mm-hmm. he, he, he does a bunch of lifting stuff and it'd be like okay step one step two does he say you the should reasons. it's and no- if you're not you're not a man <laughs> it's completely it's tiktok it's completely non-aggressive it's very straightforward and he's very knowledgeable i like liver king I was nope. just about to say <laughs> i'm a liver king are guy. you up to date on all that <laughs> drama oh, okay so for people that don't know, Liver King is a highly tanned, very muscly man who has a beard like a Viking, and his whole thing is eating raw meat and eating raw livers, and it's it's kind of gross, but you're also like, I kind of need to watch a little of this. I get about 20 seconds in, I'm like, I'm done. I swipe on to the next thing. I don't... But his whole thing was, what's it? It's it primal or something? There's some sort of thing where it's like, we need to get back to the way our ancestors ate, and he's got a voice yeah, like this. Yeah, our gotta, ancestors that died in their 30s. You gotta, yes. you gotta eat... Like they did in the 1300s, and they didn't cook anything. And and you don't, and you shouldn't. And the whole reason that the human brain was actually able to evolve as quickly as it was, they they think, is because we figured out how to cook things. 
Uh, yeah, this guy. That's, uh... Yeah. Anyway, it, we figured out how to cook things, which allows our stomach to take nutrients from things a lot easier. It turns out this guy is on a regimen of $12,000 worth of steroids per month. Oh, my God. And You, you know... It should have been a tip-off. Like, now that I look at him, he's the color of all the professional wrestlers I watched growing That's up. That's right. The guy who looks like he's on steroids is on a bunch of steroids. It's crazy. Look at and the most, thickness of that vein. In, in, Holy In most shit. cases. Oh, my God. They often do look <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the shit? Like, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I think... I think he just got it from me. So I, I didn't hear about this guy until the steroid scandal oh. came out. Like, I didn't know. He was, does he have, like, a TLC show? No, he's got no. a YouTube channel. He's a got YouTube millions of followers. Channel. And people believed him. Oh, it's believed gosh. in this. TikTok is wild for, hey, you've never heard of this person, but they have 4.6 billion followers, and they've just been canceled. That was like and Andrew Tate. Like, oh. yeah. I didn't hear about Andrew Tate until Andrew Tate. How did you avoid like, Andrew Tate? I didn't know until they didn't see the like, Hustlers University. I had no women. fucking idea. Holy no, shit. I didn't know. My no algorithm idea. was so broke. It was like, Andrew Tate's on here, and he's got his dumb sunglasses on. He's like, yeah, you wouldn't even believe it. What color's your Bugatti? What color is your Bugatti? Yeah, no, no, it's no. like, shut the fuck this up, man. No, he was here's canceled. what he said about this. And here's what he said about that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're going to need to stop. You're going to need to start from who the fuck is this person yeah. and why should I care what they have to the say? The first video I saw of Andrew Tate was him going, my brother is married to a wonderful woman, but I see her as his property. And I was like, okay, oh my I'm out. God. Literally, that was the sentence. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. So what's happened now is that he's been unbanned from a bunch of shit because Elon took over Twitter. Oh, weird. And on TikTok... Now, now a whole bunch of clips of him are being put out there that are like, he's actually, you got him all wrong. He's not <laughs> anti-feminist and he's not, he's actually all of the things you thought oh, that, sure. that, that the media never portrayed him the as. Media. Uh, and so, and now he's fighting Jake Paul as well. You know, so, what the media doesn't tell you is all the things he said directly and on Mike, shut the fuck up. I know, I know. Shut so, up. So with this guy, I, I watched, okay, so the longest I've ever watched him is like a minute and a half and I watched his apology video. Okay. So he apologized. He apologized because oh, he was surprising. outed for the steroids. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, the liver. Not King. Andrew Tate. No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. We're, oh, back, so we're back to liver. Back to liver King. Liver King. Guy. Sorry, I was pointing at his vein. Yes. It's a gigantic vein. <laughs> that I is... can't believe this vein. Oh my god. That is. Look at. It's like a triangle that goes. There's two mega it's like veins. Like a trident. Oh yeah. It almost looks like it was steroided yeah. up. Yeah. Imagine that. Anyway, long story short, this um, this guy. Sits down and he, it's so funny because he's got like he's made a ton of money off this, this and he's sitting in like up. a medieval castle with a spiral staircase in the back and he's got literally what looks like a throne and yeah. you know what those medieval chairs look like yeah. right mm -hmm. big like a, wooden a, high back chair a shtick is fine whatever yeah so he's sitting there and he's like brothers and sisters I want to apologize and he's doing his thing and and he's like uh and and you're like waiting for it to happen you're waiting for it to happen you're waiting and then he finally says I have uh, I have been working with. Uh, uh, an HGH specialist and I have been under their care for a while now and blah 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 and he's like I'm just really upset because you know my whole thing was mental health you know especially with men where it's really hurting and so he goes off into this whole diatribe about how his whole goal with the eating of the raw shit was, was to help men with their mental health and get back to their primal urges where they're dumb and, and they're strong yeah, no, you know what's but bad also, for your mental health is doing all the shit this guy tells you to do and achieving not even 10% of his success because he is on actual steroids. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, it's like I, can, I did and you can too, except that you can't. 
because I spent $120,000 a year, it helps. $240,000 a year on steroids alone. It helps in recovery too. If I did all the things he does, I'd snap in half. You know why? I'm not on steroids. Yeah. Yeah, I got all oh, my back sore, shoulder, you know, neck. You know what would help all those things? Well, you could take some anti-inflammatories. Yeah. You could go to physiotherapy or you could take $12,000 a month of steroids? Three times a day. Every two months you're buying a brand new Mazda 3 worth oh of steroids? <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's that's 12,001 plus a dollar. Right. Yeah. Right. I I, I did want to say though that he uh he has Got steroids. A steroid. Oh, sorry. He has, he has a catch on people. People really believe wow. this. And, then, and there were people who were commenting on the video who were like, listen, the steroids could only account for so much. A lot of this is just straight up hard work and his diet. You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And <laughs> and it's like, Bro. like, okay, man, we all watched wrestling in the 80s. We all watched baseball in the 90s. I know how much bigger your muscles are when you're on steroids. Yeah, I come from a generation of men who grew up wanting to look like Ultimate Warrior when they were children. That's right. Tiny and waist, gigantic V-shaped back. Yeah. You know? And Crazy. Uh, then you listen to his uh, promos, and you're like, ah, oh, they might have had some effect. Have anyway. you seen the WWE promos that they cut out all the words? It's just the, the guy's breathing? I sent that just to you, all- and it's always amazing for a laugh. <laughs> They're hyperventilating for three Macho minutes. Macho Man, yes. Ric Flair, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, yeah. incredible, Just incredible. Giving her, oh, drenched in sweat. Uh, anyway, Mitch Marner broke a record. How many subscribers do you have, Steve, on your YouTube channel? Uh, one hundred ninety-seven thousand. All right, Liver King's got two thirty-three. All right, two hundred thirty-three thousand. Yeah. Oh, I thought he would have had way more than that. No, so I was reading some of the comments on the apology video and apparently he's only been like at it hardcore for like a year so he's, Damn. Already, he's already camped guys yeah. i joined october 12 2021 wow he's, he's already peaked and he's down on the other I side suck. i suck what a journey i got a question i stink is there if you wanted to further the cause of men's mental health that's the only way to do it right there are no other ways. The only way to right. properly no, no, help right. men with their mental health is to eat raw shit, yeah. walk around with your t-shirt off, and pretend that you don't do steroids. Yeah. yeah. I, like, explicitly say I do not do steroids, and you do so much steroids. You do so <laughs> much steroids. No, but, but, but the only way is to do it the way he did it. Yeah, like if he yeah. really want if that was his altruistic mm-hmm. goal, yeah, it would be just the way that he did it. This is like me doing LFR, but the crux of LFR is me talking about my experience in the OHL. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great example. That is a perfect was, example. Uh, Here's where he should have been, and I know that because I played in the Ontario Hockey League. <laughs> you might have heard rumors that I went to skating lessons until I was like five, and then you know dropped it. And that's it. You make your own hockey DB page. No, yeah, I make my own hockey DB page. And then a year in, you'd have to issue an apology. Yeah, no, and the only reason I you, have to you can't find any of it is because I played for Flint. <laughs> no I was one on cares. Flint. Or no, it would have to be Plymouth. They played for the Plymouth Whalers. I was Tyler Sagan's line mate. They deleted all the footage. Fuck off. Um, I thought I thought you were going to go with like a Cyrano de Bergerac thing where you were like fed your lines. Like you're Steve Dangle, yeah. but you're not actually funny. It's yes. just like it's yeah. just somebody else writing your script no, for you. No, Steve. Steve saying he played in the O. Yeah, like that's a that's an equivalent here. It yeah. is. And then you try to keep that up. Yeah, but no. And, <laughs> but the way I do it is, people go, "But you never played," and I'm like, "I know." 
But I've been trying to further the cause of men's mental yeah, health. Yeah, I've been trying uh, to further the cause of men's mental health. Get them back to their primal being. By telling being. you how to, <laughs> how to play hockey from my experience as Tyler Sagan's line mate in the OHL. Get the fuck out of Do here. Do you think 10 minutes on Liver King and Andrew Tate is long enough? No. <laughs> no, okay. No. I, there was a point, though. Oh, uh, I will move know. us on. <laughs> where we could not, I could not get away from Andrew Tate videos. It's crazy. And then it went away. And now it's back again. And there's just nothing you can do. It's the just there. It's back again for your algorithm. What's wrong Mine's with my algorithm? Dogs. What am I watching? Like, I just watch dog videos. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I lie to my algorithm. I mm. lie to it. I like this Red Dead video and this Red Dead video and this Red Dead video and this hockey video and this basketball video and this Red Dead video. And it's still like, you might hate women though. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I freaking... Like Red Dead, <laughs> hockey, and basketball. Yeah, but like they talk a lot. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Red Dead, hockey, and basketball. But then, it's like true. you know, you don't hate them at all. Well, I, no, fuck. Okay, so anyway. maybe there are app developers who do social media back behind the scenes. What is it with watching some of that stuff? Uh, anything to do with like real estate? Oh, same thing. Uh, but. You know what? I bet you'd hate if your realtor was a woman, right? Like you'd <laughs> oh be probably God. hate literally, that. and that's and that it's like I, I almost didn't wonder, say that TikTok like, did. Who creates those funnels, right? Like, is that is that a computer? Or is that or is that a team of people? Where it's like people who like Red Dead also like. It's a team Andrew of Tate. people who program the computers to be racist. Is that what? It Sorry, is? Misogynist. misogynist. Sorry, okay. both. Um, okay, so anyway, listen, I think. I think if we're going to start the show off with some hockey after our 20 minute discussion there on Liver King, <laughs> um, I think that the thing that we should, as beta males, talk about. I want to delete that portion of the show. What? It's awful. <laughs> uh, as beta <laughs> soy boy like males. Sounds like something a beta would say. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this what fucking, can it hurt your feelings, Jesse? This fucking Ooh. guy. Ooh. <laughs> Trigger I, oh, my I'm shocked. Ooh. I'm shocked he reached 233 with his fucking shtick. Yeah. I'm shocked that's all he hit. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, but no, no, he had more on TikTok. Uh, Way yeah, more. That, that was his main pro pro um, platform, but, right? But uh, right, do you want long form me lying? <laughs> then follow me on fuck off. I felt like I had a connection with Looks Liver good King. on you. Liver King. Eat shit. Uh, so let's talk about the How game. About shit. How about a channel where you just eat shit? You big liar. Cat poo? Yeah. Like the guy on Twitter. Got him a job. Like yeah. our ancestors eat raw shit. And you get as big as a mountain. Go fuck yourself. Why don't we That's all get, get polio for fun? Yeah, because our ancestors, yeah. you know, all the depictions of our ancestors is how fucking jacked they were. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love looking at British peasants and men. Holy fuck, that guy is jacked. Yeah. No, he's starving. He's starving. Work in the field for his lord. Jeez. Anyway, I would like to talk about the big game of the weekend, which was, of course, the Habs v. Oilers. Everybody cares about the Habs v. Oilers. Do we not? It was a great game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. It would have been cool if I just didn't watch it. Well, you, sh you should have. Should I have? You Tell me about your takeaways from the Habs v. Oilers. Uh, Nick Suzuki had himself a game. Man, that guy. Is guy's he going to live up to that contract? Well... Yes, some, no. who, some who say he, he can't. He had he the couldn't. Hab season in a nutshell. His, his snipe, great shot, and also he got a penalty for throwing the puck. <laughs> and you know what's amazing? It wasn't even the only throwing the puck penalty of the day. John Gibson did it with 10 seconds left in overtime. I've never seen a goalie just yeet the puck up the gut, which apparently you're not allowed to do. And uh, then the Ducks ended up losing in overtime. It'd be way better if you could. Wouldn't it be? I actually like that. Why not? Well, because then I'm watching the World Cup and I'm like, you should be able to do that. You should be allowed. But maybe, like, what if 
you're allowed to throw the puck to whoever you want, wherever you want, as long as you're standing in the blue paint. I love that. Love that. Like, imagine your goaltender now has to be a good discus thrower. I love that. Like, literally, they're doing a spin in the crease. Yeah. Just trying to trying to get that thing down the ice. And how much more speed you can get. Oh. I think we're skates. getting away from Habs Oilers. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah, Sorry. my but bad. That was watch a game with Steve Daigle. So, yeah. so uh, there were seven goals in the game. Five of them were on the power play. And Connor McDavid is an actual mutant. He's uh, scary. Jake Allen uh, has had a great season. And uh, there was one goal in particular where they uh, they often talk about being handcuffed by a shot. Goalies mm-hmm. talk about being handcuffed. Matt Murray said that about the overtime winner the Lightning scored. I think it was. Uh, Allen didn't move. Like, I think one of the things you should, from my career in the OHL, what I learned is if Connor McDavid is, what are you laughing at? If Connor McDavid attacks you, you should like move to try to stop it from my experience you in played the for OHL. Plymouth, right? I played for Plymouth nice and check. I was on a line with Tyler Sagan and also I was the team. How the many, how many points did you have in uh, 100 Yeah, I beat him by about 40 points. Wow. Yeah. Man, you were great. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I take my references from you, yeah. former OHL player. Um, I I uh, I don't remember. What I was did going you think of that. Stuart Skinner? Um, not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I mean, he won. hear what he said about you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Where was he when I was lighting it up in Plymouth? Right. You're right. You know, <laughs> where was he? Get. Gets, he, he's a pigeon. That's what we called them yeah, yeah. back well, in the so O. What, he's what a pigeon. Of, what did you think of Stuart Skinner? Um, he, uh, he gives up really big, juicy rebounds. Um, and it's something that I've noticed a little bit about the Leafs goalies is sometimes the rebounds are there for them too. But what... <laughs> I don't say this often, but uh, times are changing and the Leafs defense is at least middle of the pack. It's It's not bad. What the Leafs defense does well that I don't think the Oilers defense does well at all is clear the rebounds. Mm. Uh, but Skinner Skinner kicks them out. There's nothing subtle about him. Um, and uh, Joel Armia picked up his first point of the season. Dodonov picked up his second goal. Do you think the Leafs bottom six is hurting? Oh, boy. Habs bottom six can't get anything done. Uh, but Skinner was okay. I was because like I uh, I was watching fantasy closely, like the the waiver wire and everything. And Stuart Skinner was an easy pickup. And since uh, November twelfth, he is five and two. And I don't know if it's a thing that the Oilers are playing better in front of him as opposed to Campbell. But I think right now I declare him the starter over Jack. I agree with you, but uh, the his numbers are terrible <laughs> over that span. No, he's he's still a nine. What is it? 14, 9, 11 on the season? On the season, but you're talking about this little streak he's on. Even though he's 5 and 2 over yeah, that 9, time 11. span, he's got what? Two games over 900 out of those he's seven? He's got, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four. Four oh, games no, no. Over, over 900. Yeah, he had, he had three games where he was particularly poor, but three games where he was at very least league mm-hmm. average, if not above. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the Kings do with Peterson, and I don't know what the Oilers do with Campbell. And Campbell's so much more dire because he's older than Peterson, and he signed for two more years. Yeah, that's like five year contract. This, is this one of those situations where, like Campbell, I feel is is almost like what the Kings had with Quick, where you're stuck with it. So make it work. Or Bobrovsky in Florida, stuck with it, make yeah. it work. At least you look at Quick and have fond memories, though. Like, <laughs> Campbell just got there, man. I know. Like, I know. But yeah, there's no there's no track record with Jack Campbell in, in Edmonton, unfortunately. And it has a lot to do with their defense. 
Like their defense hasn't. I don't know your perspective on their defense on Saturday. I, w- I don't know what it is, but like I don't it's, think it's been great all year poor. long. They allow a lot of high danger scoring chances uh, the other way to their opponents. They and always have. And, and, they, and, they, and they never have. really addressed it. Yes. We see it a lot in the goaltending play where they have to face all of these high danger shots. But the thing <laughs> is, the defense looks a lot better when Stuart Skinner's in net. A little bit. Yeah. It's better. It, it is yeah. not. Guys, the, have no, you watched no, the Jack Campbell game? Yeah, no pucks. A lot better. Pucks go through Campbell. Right. Um, I, I didn't see any pucks go through Skinner to my memory. Okay. Um, uh, and they struggle. I think they would struggle against a team with a better forecheck uh, than Montreal because um, another thing they I noticed them struggle with, although I don't think they ever paid for it with a goal, is uh, when the other team has the puck behind their net. Interesting. Oh, it's staying there. <laughs> it's staying there until they throw it in front for a scoring chance. Yeah. Last eight games for Jack Campbell. How many games above a 900? Last how many games? Eight games. One. Two. Two. Yeah. I mean, Oilers fans, I'm sure you've heard it from Leaf fans. Um, that guy gets rattled. Um, and they got to they gotta give him, they got to find ways to get his confidence back. Um, maybe you give them the easier starts for the next little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. you're playing, um, I don't know. I know Washington's in Alberta right now. Um, or are they, they, they played the flames the other day. I don't remember. So they should, they're going to play the Oilers next. Yeah. So, and and Washington's amongst the worst teams in the NHL in goals for, which is shocking because that's the opposite of their identity. Um, so, you know, maybe give them the Washington game. Yeah, they play and Washington. just don't take penalties. They play Washington tonight. There's the schedule there. There you go. So just don't take penalties. Uh, they took way too many against Montreal. McDavid took two and drew two. They're a bunch of fun. They're not the least. Right, and they can outscore all their problems. That's yes. the thing here. Like, yeah. Drysdale and McDavid can just make this fine. Yeah, they, they, they are the, um, the dog days of Babcock. Uh, on the Leafs, on Liver Kings, like just on absolute steroids, on twelve thousand dollars a month they're worth top, of steroids. They're top heavy. Well, they've won three, or no, they've won two games this season where they were losing three nothing. That's not supposed to happen to you more than once in a blue moon, mm-hmm. and it's happened to them twice in the first quarter of the season. <laughs> yeah, they uh, and it's good. It's good mm-hmm. to have that on your in your back pocket. But they've also blown some leads, and they're, they're, um, ah, uh, I just don't have the same faith in this current group of Edmonton Oilers that I had in last year's playoffs. Last year's playoffs, I think they very clearly demonstrated, hmm. like, all right, we're here, and no, we're not perfect, but it's okay because we have two perfect players. Right. In <laughs> McDavid Are they and better than last year? I don't think so right now. No. Not not right now, but they are capable. Now, remember, though, two things changed the Oilers' fortunes last year in a huge way. The first was Jay Woodcroft. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he's behind the bench now, and they're still mediocre. They're better than they were before he arrived. Jay Woodcroft in that stance. And that That lean. That that, that butt. That lean. Yep. The other thing that completely changed the complexion of that roster is Evander Kane. And He's not there. It makes your, uh, it, you know, what makes your defense better when you're always on offense. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, they they lack. 
so one of the biggest beneficiaries of Evander Kane being out right now, though, is Zach Hyman, who has been on an absolute tear this season in terms of his points production and just getting shots on goal. He's I don't think he's he's on pace to set career highs. He has nine goals right now, 17 assists. I hope he plays tonight, actually, but I was surprised he finished the game because did you see the friggin cross check he took from Joel Edmondson? No, Edmondson got five in a game. For it's basically what Matthews did to Darlene, except at the end of it, um, uh, Edmondson drove Hyman's head into the glass. Oh, and he, and he had this big gash in his forehead, and it led to a five on three. And oh, it's a yeah, Jesse's got it up on the screen right right now. Oh, it's in movement too. Matthews so wait, was, was no, no, moving. it's twice though. So he gets him once good. See, it rides up the shoulder, hits him in the neck, and, and then, then he follows it up yeah, by driving oh. his head. So it's interesting with that. He should I, be getting suspended for that. As, like, that's no, bullshit. he won't because he's not a leaf. Um, he, it, it already happened over he, 24 hours ago. Uh, if, um, if the rumors are to be believed, they're going to be teammates in the next week or so. Apparently, Edmonton is <laughs> potentially willing to offer a first round pick for Joel Edmondson. That's how badly they want him. Who said that? That's I well, that's the scuttlebutt. Who? Whomst? Who? I don't I don't actually have it. Give it. They need the they need someone who can do the things prime Joel Edmondson can do. Um, but the uh, someone who can do the things that prime Joel Edmondson could do isn't Joel Edmondson. <laughs> These that's I understand the move because that's the type of player they 100% need. And all, you know? But a first? But yeah, that for that guy? Uh-uh. What are you doing? I don't know who was reporting and I'm what trying you, to find it. But it's, it's always hard to find the original source. Yeah, it's always yeah. repeated, repeated, repeated. Um, like, what are you doing? The, the, other, yeah, uh, the difference like, between Jacob Chikrin and Joel Edmondson is not a first round pick. Like one. Yeah, you know what? Pick. You're like, right. I, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. What did, what did they pay Carolina for him? not that not a first no it's, it was a couple picks i want to say like a third and a fifth or something um we have to yeah jesse's looking it up so my next question is because joel Edmondson, said it's like is he or is he not um word on the street from pierre lebrun is that they have started preliminary extension talks with cole caulfield that the canadians have oh good and the question becomes what do you pay cole caulfield how many years do you go and at what term now if the shorter if the if the term is shorter the money will be smaller, and which goes counterproductive to what you'd think. But that's the—it's a bridge contract, right? It bridges you to the 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 whopper that you expect to get, right? And if you're the Montreal Canadiens, I think you go long term because, or you try, uh, or you try because uh, I don't know, you're not going to be very good for. <laughs> so if you are going to go long term with Cole Caulfield, because you don't need to have a bridge contract, so you. I mean, if you're going to go seven years or six years, you might as well go eight years. Mm -hmm. That brings the, the amount up because obviously you're buying UFA years at that point. So then what, without looking at his stats, well, what do you think from your perception right now, what's cool Caulfield worth? And I'm not going to hold you to this. Like, no, no. Uh, the number I threw out there is I think the conversation starts at eight times eight. Okay. Jesse. Yeah, I, I'd say it's definitely in and around there. I'd probably push it a little higher. Like, I could see him getting a nine-year deal, especially because we expect the salary cap nine to be... year or million? Sorry, nine million yeah. uh, per eight. Right, because the salary's going up salary's this year gonna and go 25. Up. You're paying for a young guy who's only going to get better. I could see nine by eight. Okay. One of the, I believe, one of the top dozen or so scores of 2022, mm -hmm. goal scores of 2022, because he started brutally last year. Like... He, you talk about a weird entry level contract mm -hmm. or a, a weird um, 
COVID career so far playoffs, Co- not playoffs. Like, well, and, and joining the team with 10 games left in the season and uh, getting sent to the AHL because you're useless and then getting called up and being the best player on the team and wild start well, to his he, career. He was dealt a shit sandwich with his coach. I agree. Like one of the, th- one of the things I hammered Ducharme for the most. And I know that everybody's like, well, uh, he, he, what, what made him a terrible coach is this kid comes in and scores five points in 10 games. And the first couple of games of, of uh, the first round against the Leafs, he gets scratched. Uh, and then I as soon as he that. comes in, the Leafs can't fucking deal with them. No. And then and then they get into the finals and he's like, yeah, you know what? You're not going to play. <laughs> I, I just like like it's just absolute stupid decisions. He was and special I, in those playoffs. He was special. Yeah. He's on a roll. You play the hot hand, except mm-hmm. if you're Dom Ducharme and then you're trying to lose. And the other, so and what are your real feelings about Dom Ducharme? Oh, he stinks. Um, <laughs> oh, just just bad decision making. Super. You know what Dom Ducharme was? He's everything Mark Bergevin would do in NHL 23. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, what? I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna play the skilled player. I'm gonna play the, um, I'm gonna play the the grinders. That's what that was. Dom Ducharme, which is exactly what Bergevin wanted. Uh, Je- Jesse, what was Joel Edmondson worth? Uh, literally two years ago, it was a first round pick, right? A fifth. Oh, a fifth. The so, Hurricanes so got a fifth round pick from Montreal. So for he's Joel gotten Edmondson. worse. He's gotten worse. Well, he's he's dealt with more injuries. That's what I mean, though. He's older, so he's worse. Just got back. He's older. And Edmonton wants to give that up? I I don't think Joel Edmondson to the Oilers is a bad idea, necessarily. The I price just, is bad. The price is, price is not right. Now, I, no. I want to go back to Cole Caulfield for a second, because here's my question. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, guys, here's, here's the reality of Cole Caulfield. Even though he had a slow start last year, so I, I will give that... Give that to you. He played 67 games because he was scratched a lot. Mm-hmm. He had 43 points. That is his career high. Now, he does have 22 points in 24 games this year for the, uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. He's the only one on the team that can score. Do you give $8 million right now to a player? And I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong here. Do you give 8 over 8 or 9 over 8 to a player that hasn't even scored their 100th point at the NHL level yet. Uh, well, ask the Minnesota Wild, because it looks like they got a discount with Carol Caprizov yeah, right now. Yeah, but, but, that, but he has a KHL. Yeah, he's, and he's older. older. He's, ask him about Jason Robertson, you know? I think, mm-hmm. like, these young talents, you need to lock them up. I think it's in the nature of the game. When you have one, keep it, lock it down. And I Any number that's under two digits can make sense for Cole Caulfield. If, if I'm Cole Caulfield, I have a Jason Robertson dartboard. In my house, I have a Jason. But at least Jason Robertson oh. had a forty goal year. No, no. But what 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 I'm Before, saying is he has put up superior numbers to even Caulfield. Like he's getting heart consideration, and he signed the deal that he did. And teams are going to push back to the Cole Caulfields of the world. With well, look what he signed for, and the Montreal Canadiens. B- bit of a different situation, but Nick Suzuki. He's mm-hmm. now their captain their young captain, they're going to point at his deal, which is not eight times eight. It's seven something. Right. Maybe just flat seven. For context, Jason Robertson is 7.75. times three, though, isn't it? Times one, two, three, four. Oh, oh, that's theft. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a really good deal for and Dallas. Then Mr. Nick Suzuki is 7.875 for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
You know what's you know what's special about Jason Robertson this year? Just looking Everything. at his stats, um, he had forty one goals last year in a third of the games. So he played seventy four last year. He's played twenty five this year. So a third of the games, he already has half the goals. Twenty three. Yeah, he's he's, and he's on got, pace for over seventy goals. It's seventy five. Uh, like it's just it's Advent. It's crazy. Also, sorry, uh, Nick Suzuki was uh, seven point eight seven five by eight. He's on the eight. See, games. if I'm if I'm Montreal, I, I think. First off, Cole Caulfield's a spectacular hockey player. Yeah. And I think any contract you sign him to, whether it's 775 or it's 8, really, does, does anyone give a shit about a quarter million dollars on the salary cap? Yes. Well, the Leafs do. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, it's not that big of a difference. However, mm-hmm. I think if you're the Montreal Canadiens and you sign Cole Caulfield to a, a, a fatter extension, like, let's say it's a four-year deal mm-hmm. and that number is anywhere above 775, You've put a ton of pressure on that player, and the and the player should know better than to do that. That's what the money's for. Uh, I guess so bro, we're paying you now before. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I've seen uh, some of the Aust- effects of that. Austin, you- Austin, no, we're gonna pay you five million dollars. So there's Austin no pressure had on you. Two, Austin had 120 <laughs> NHL goals before you got that extension. Yeah, but so fucking perform. Here's some money. <laughs> you know, I just want to say I'm really proud of you guys because I know you just brought up Austin Matthews, but. <laughs> You know, look at you. You talked about the Habs and the Oilers, and it didn't kill either of you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, right. Amazing. Isn't that great that it um, didn't kill either of you? Yeah. We do need to move on to a couple of th- other things, okay? Just because we do have a shorter show, so I'm going to mm-hmm. move this a little bit faster than usual. Obviously, you guys saw, and I don't know, Jesse, if you need me to send it to you, the Jordan Bennington, Jason Zucker situation. Are, are we doing the Leafs? Uh, yeah, we are. But okay. like, I was gonna, I was gonna do Benner first because I thought the visuals. Uh, okay. Do you want me to do Leafs now? I don't care. Do you want oh, to do Leafs? I'm easy just, to work just with. Rare. I'll do whatever is put in front of me. What do we think just about Mitch Marner? Thirty minutes into a Jesse, show. How do you feel? Or sorry, Je- Steve. How do you feel about n- missing Mitch Marner's record breaking? I uh, <laughs> I uh, found out about it during the Oilers Habs game, and I was sad that I missed it. I was sad that I missed it, but grateful. To the Tampa Bay Lightning for having a six and a half hour ceremony for Steven Stamkos before the game, because that way I got to watch the final seven or eight minutes. Oh, that's cool. It was <laughs> once it was done. It, it, it was an odd ceremony. Yeah, I liked what, it. what was it for? His thousand, thousand one thousand game. Yeah. Game. Oh, OK, yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. And it's cool that it came against Toronto. Yeah. And I, it was good yeah. to see his, his, his kids home. are so cute. They're so yeah. cute. Like so, so cute. fun. To, it was just weird. Different <laughs> you didn't like it? Just a, it was just a, it was a little stilted. Oh, I, I heard he stilted. got a lot of gifts. Hmm? I heard he got a lot of. He gifts. got a putter. He got a Scotty Cameron putter. Yeah. He got a gold stick. He got uh, mini sticks for the kids. Two of those. He got a case of wine. Okay. It's nice that yeah. they gave him some stocking stuff. Or there, like that. there was a lot of random gifts. They, they also write him a nine million dollar check every year. They so. do, that. but like some of those things, I'm like, Stamkos can afford to buy his own putter. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If that was your point, then it's yeah. a stocking stuffer. Yeah, if you <laughs> make a golden eight. hockey stick, you've got that shit coming out of his ass. Come on, right? That guy has so much money; it's ridiculous, and like barely any state tax. Yeah, I think he's okay. I think yeah. any gift you get for a millionaire is a burden. <laughs> right now i gotta do something with this yeah like guys i'm a millionaire i'll just buy it myself i'll just buy what i want yeah please don't get me anything um no yeah well here's a putter cool 
It's always nice to get an individual golf club. I definitely don't want a matching set. No, thank you for this. Mitch your putter, your putter is an individual. The, club. It was. Oh, is it? It? Usually, I don't know anything about within golf. Your set. Yeah. It well, was super nice what they said about him, though. It's fucking it? stupid anyway. I'm trying to get back to it because, again, we're limited on time. <laughs> My here. bad. Uh, I, it was nice what they were saying about him in the actual yes. thing. Like, you know, the, the, the effect he's had on the community and the uh, how he's, you know, the way that he has treated the organization in Tampa itself and humility and all the other things that he's known for. So that was cool. Uh, um, his decision to not sign with the Leafs. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was slightly correct. It was slightly Best correct. Best decision ever. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to Mitch Marner breaking that streak, that was, it was nice to see that happen. Oh, and with a goal. And with a goal. Short-handed. Yeah. You, you, you want to see it with a goal. It's better. Short-handed goal. Amazing. Him and David Camp are uh the kiss of death shorthanded the i one love thing, those two together honestly we were all wondering what the hell would happen to the least penalty kill without zach hyman that is one area where they did not suffer that is well dude david camp was a great signing one thing i've been paying attention to again camp Sharon, uh back on uh on twitter used what to does that guy leafs. know uh, well he knows quite a bit um and one, one of the things he's been talking about i'm i'm relating two things he didn't talk about david camp specifically but he talked about uh, the public data that we have not matching what NHL teams have at all. Oh. And when David Camp was signed by the Leafs, his Chicago numbers were terrible. And everyone's like, okay, he had one goal last year. Mm -hmm. You gave him two years. What are you thinking? And where on God's green earth would this team be without David Camp? I want to know. I want to know something. Did the private numbers that are available in the NHL show that he was a good player? I assume so, because the Leafs got him. Because <laughs> you want to make a million dollars or $10 million? Build an actual, uh, build a model that mirrors what the NHL teams are looking at. Build that model. you can't get the uh, information that they have in terms of player tracking. You need like a if, staff. Yeah, you need, you need a group of people. And you also need access to like the tracker that they have in their skate. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't send yeah. you that, you right. know? <laughs> they, I think... I don't think one person can do it. That you no, to, I don't think so. You have to watch so much goddamn hockey for context and save percentages. Uh, like, we still talk about it on this show, but, like, we pick and choose when we apply it. Yep. <laughs> we, we go, yeah, this guy's got a bad save percentage, but he plays for a bad team, so we ignore it. This guy's got a good save percentage, but we ignore it because he's got a good team, so we don't talk about it. This guy... Plays for a mediocre team and he's a nine twenty five. You know that's that's but pretty that, good. That's the context that people should be looking at stats as. Like you can't just take catch all numbers oh, and be like, okay, this totally is the agree. ranking. No, there's context of the situations of the game, and the team, and the player, and the not the things don't happen in a vacuum. It's like goaltending mm. save percentage is going to be lower on a team that sucks. Sure, it's also, always good. Like in the context of of the season and the league right now, I believe I was going to do uh, do goalies suck right now on the uh, Jesse Blake Sports Report <laughs> because. Right now, we are at the lowest save percentage in 16 years. The NH, like, yeah. so we have to change our perspective on what a good number is. Maybe now we look at a 905 and we say, mm -hmm. oh, that's, that's a decent because of the context of the league. Do goalies suck right now or do defenses suck right now or are forwards unbelievable right mm -hmm. now or are defenders better than they were 10 years ago but they're not as good at defending they're better at no. moving there's so much that moving listen parts. i yeah. 
want to make the NHL Tortorella again. Make yeah. the NHL Tortorella again. I want slow. I'd wear that baseball cap. 2-1 games mm. again. Uh, no. I would put that flag on a hockey stick and stick it in the back of my truck. So the Marner thing is special, and it's cool to see because now we're getting to the point in their careers where Matthews and Marner are starting to do things that break Leaf records. And they're doing it early because there aren't a lot of Leaf records. <laughs> um, the Leafs have... Oh. An, 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 this current... Yeah. Andrew Berkshire tweeted the most devastating thing about the Toronto Maple Leafs that anyone has ever tweeted. What's that? And he didn't even mean to. What's that? Uh, in 2017, when they were celebrating their 100th year, <laughs> the Leafs put together a top 100 team. Oh, I know. And I know. when you look at the team, what Andrew s- tweeted, and I'm paraphrasing here, I hope we can find this tweet one day, is it's kind of surprising for a team that's been around as long as Toronto has how few superstars they've had. Mm-hmm. Nearly none. Nearly none. Yep. And even in the 60s, they had stars, but they didn't have, uh, I mean, Bobby Orr came, came along later, but uh, Bobby Hall or... Uh, Beliveau, Beliveau, Richard. Everybody that played for the Canadians. Sawchuck, but tail end of Sawchuck. Mm-hmm. We have, we have, like, you'll, you'll rattle flashes. off names. Flashes. You'll, we'll, we'll rattle off names uh, in, who are revered Leafs. I feel like a lot of them are not necessarily revered from others in hockey. Right. Everyone is like, well, Beliveau, yeah, it's an all-time great. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know if... Like, Boria Salming was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys. Oh, of those guys. And, and, like, he's he's uh, both a, an amazing individual performer and an interesting story in that sure. he was a trailblazer. But, like, I I wonder what the rest of the league looks at uh, Dave Keon's career like historically because Dave Keon wasn't like a lights out score. He was very, very good, right. but he was a two way guy. Yeah, he was a, he was a two way guy and, and he won was a, a lot and yeah. won a lot. And no, there's a, lot. a very easy case to be made that at no point in the history of the Toronto Maple Leafs, they've ever had the best player, of the national hockey, they have on their team. Wasn't Matthews the first heart winner? Yes. And no, no first, second. first heart winners in the thirties. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. No, he was not the Pat first. Day. He was the first outside of the original six. Uh, for yeah. sure. I don't even think the Leafs have a Vesna trophy. Mm, or if it, if it happened, do. it happened in the fifties. I think Saw Chuck and Bauer split it. They have three heart trophies. Who who got uh, them? Let me three. read it to you. Three heart trophies it's, in hundred and five years. I remember yeah. it. Austin Matthews, Ted Kennedy, oh, 54, 55 uh, and then Babe Pratt in forty three, forty four. Now there's a forty three, forty four name for you. They Babe got, Pratt. Uh, what was the other one you wanted to know? Vesna, Vesna trophy. Uh, Turk Broda. Mm-hmm. Al Rollins, Harry Lumley, Johnny Bauer twice, hey. and then Terry Sawchuck, the one he split with Johnny Bauer as well in 64-65. So it's been since 64-65 that they've had a Vesna Trophy winner. Like, the, okay, Rocket, the team has gone 60 years without a Vesna. Austin Matthews was the first Rocket and Obviously. first Ted Lindsay. Rocket's yeah. only recent anyway. Ted Lindsay's pretty recent. Yeah, and they're on, a, they're on a 14-year Mark Messier Leadership Award drought. <laughs> Shut up! What? Can I give you some stats too on uh, Marner's other point streak? Leaders. What's the longest point streak in the history of the NHL? Quick trivia. Oh, I looked this up the other day. I think it's fifty-one games, and it's Gretzky. Fifty-one Gretzky. Holy ding, 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 ding. You want to know how many points he had during that? One hundred and twenty. What's your guess? One hundred and twenty. One hundred and sixty-three. No, incorrect. One hundred and fifty-three. Oh, he had oh. Six, hey, way to go, idiot! He had sixty-one goals. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, 
Um, Fuck. Here, He's so fucking here's crazy. Some, here's some other ones. Uh, streaks longer than 19 since 1992. There's only been nine of them. Wow. Uh, Adam Oates, 20. Paul Stastny, 20. Patrick Kane, Paul 20. Paul Stastny? Paul Stastny, 0607 had a 20-game point streak. Wow. Adam Oates, 92, 93, 21. Danny Heatley, 0506, 22. Brett Hall, 25. Crosby, if you remember, Crosby holds uh, this. As he's in number two in the modern-day after lockout record. What he has this? 25, Crosby, and 1011. Uh-huh. He was unbelievable. Modern day record, I give it like past lockout record, Patrick Kane. We all know that one. 26 points in a row, 15, Hmm. 16. And then Matt Sundin, 30 game point streak in 92, 93. With Quebec. With Quebec. Ah, get out of here. The goal for Mitch is like 30. Can we do it? You know what? When you you actually, when you look at, um, if you go back and look at this, the fact that the Leafs were able to get a young, tall center for an aged Wendell Clark, and no offense to Wendell fans or Wendell himself, it's shocking that mm-hmm. the Leafs got Matt Sundin in the first place. Oh, dude. They should never have ever been in that conversation. That was an era of bad trades, but they made two really good ones. Gilmore yeah. and Sundin. Yeah, and, if they and had that held, was a good one. If they had held on a little longer to some other players, like Cliff, Cliff Fletcher was the, the king of overplaying his hand. So he would... He would win a trade, Gilmore. He would win a trade, Sundin. And I know people were upset about Sundin and Don Cherry was Don Cherry about it or whatever. But Sundin had, was coming off like a 100-point season in Quebec, his only 100-point season. And so you have Gilmore, Sundin lining up down the middle for the next three or four years, right? Mm-hmm. If you had hung on to Anderchuk, hung on to Dave or Mike Gardner, because Mike Gardner had five more 30-goal years left. D- Dave Anderchuk was winning a cup in 2004, 2005 or something, like whenever the, the Lightning yeah. won. Yeah. Um, like, if you had hung on to some of those core guys, not fucking traded Kenny Johnson, who was amazing to the one. Islanders for Wendell Clark, that team would have been good all the way through the 90s. Along with a first round pick that I believe was Roberto Luongo, if I'm not mistaken. And Niedermeyer. There was a Niedermeyer pick to Jersey. That, that was for, oh my God, what the hell is the guy's name? Oh, I forget. But there's also a really bad one. Um, the Leafs traded. Ah, I remember now. So it's it's tied to the Scott Niedermeyer pick. Mm-hmm. The Leafs traded that pick a year ahead of time. Kiss of death. You don't trade you a first do round pick a year ahead of time. So they think they're going to be really good. Guess what? They were shit. So this there's no lottery. Mm-hmm. It's if you're last, you're first mm-hmm. when it comes to picking. So the Leafs are in great danger of finishing last. And they don't want to finish last. Because this is the Eric Lindros draft, mm. and they you don't want to finish. Oh, last. I know what they did. I know who they did. So they Curvers, made, right? No, no, no. So oh, I, that's who it was. It was Curvers who was the uh, they acquired for the Niedermeyer pick. But what ended up happening uh, was Quebec did want to finish last because they did have their first round pick. So they approached the Leafs and they said, "Hey, we could help each other out." You don't want to finish last. We do. Mm-hmm. So they made a bunch of trades that artificially made the Leafs a little bit better and the Nordiques a little bit worse mm-hmm. so that the Nordiques could lock in that first overall pick. They get Eric Lindros, who they don't even get to keep. Yeah. But then they make a trade that sets them up for the next like 20 years. Decade. I also think, too, if, if the Leafs had been really smart at the end of the late 80s and make no mistake, they weren't. Eddie Olchuk. 
and Vinny Danfus. They traded Vinny Danfus right as he was peaking. That's a tough one. And he was good all the way through the 90s as well. There's a lot of like, like Cliff Fletcher would be like, okay, sir, that's a 21. And he's like, hit me again. Like just, he just <laughs> overplays it. Overplays so it. on Mitch Marner. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think. I want to talk more about Kenny Johnson. Oh, I loved Kenny Johnson. I, I, I know he's not a centerman, but Mitch Marner should win the Selkie Award this year. He's the best defensive forward in the league. He should be in the conversation, but this is, uh, listen, Jeff Merrick is a big hockey conspiracy theory guy. And, you know, he, he would talk about them on ice surfing all the time. And I'd be like, all right, dad. Mm-hmm. And, but there's one where he's bang on. Um, they make it so hard for a winger to win the Selkie. Hosa never won one. Disrespect. Mm-hmm. And now I worry that there's this weird double-edged sword where because he didn't win one, I don't even know if he got nominated for one, but because he didn't do it, well, is Marner better than him? You're right. Well, no, he's not better than him. So not only is he not going to win the Selkie, we're not even going to nominate him for it because he's not better than this guy who's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. I think we should 100% change our thinking on that and just watching Mitch Marner, everything he does, especially on the penalty kill, like that counts. Like yes, the dude is incredible. 100%. They played him at defense. He's the best defensive forward in the league. Give him some credit. Give him some uh, votes for Selkie. He's up there. Like, I mean, yeah, he's got warts, but he's the Leafs would be pretty boned without him. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, move on quickly here to the end of the game. What exactly is a kicking motion in the NHL? And <sighs> and did John Tavares kick that puck? I don't. I mean, yes. Yeah. Okay. Did he kick it? Yes. Is it a distinct kicking motion? I say no. I think he did it on purpose. I think John Tavares is very skilled. I think 100% he did it on purpose. Yeah. It's not a distinct kicking motion. I think, what, I think he what, kicked it. What isn't, about, what isn't distinct about it? Mm-hmm. Well, like, okay. That's a very good question. <laughs> here, use my, use my yeah. hand. My, my phone is your kick. My okay. phone is the foot. Describe it for people listening. So here, here you go. If you're listening, here's me. Oh, God. What is that? I spilled my water. I spilled my water. Okay, there's the TV. Can you see the TV? There. Don't do it. What did I just do to the TV? Did I kick it or nudge it? You gave it a nudge. I gave it a nudge, but you could say I kicked it. It's everything with your foot making contact with anything is a kick, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, that's how it is in the NHL. I've seen goals count against the Leafs, yes, but I've seen goals count that were so clearly a kick clearly a kick there was one in particular that went the leafs way earlier this year kadri boot oh. no uh Wasn't there one? Oh no i guess no, not, no that, that was, was like the a, devil's one because yeah. that was clearly a kick yeah but kadri there was one where he booted the fucking thing but it's because his foot is done or his leg is done extending a fraction of a second before the puck makes contact right so mm-hmm. he kicks his leg and the then puck slides into the puck. Yeah, and the puck makes contact with the leg he just kicked out, uh, and it goes in, but that's a deflection. Well, no, no, no. What, why am I not allowed to kick the puck into the net? Right. Because if everyone's allowed to just kick the puck into the net, we'll kill each other, right? But that's fine. Kicking the puck a fraction before contact is fine. Redirecting it with the side of your foot is fine. Like, Tavar, I think if Tavares wanted to kick the thing into the net wouldn't he have done it with any part of his skate that made sense and not the heel 
which he did. Mm-hmm. I So you can call it a kick if you want, but don't call it a distinct kicking motion. That's not how you kick things. The way that he put the puck into the net is not how you kick things. Right, and the rule is that it has a to distinct be a distinct kicking, kicking motion. motion. Yeah, and I'm only being that's difficult fair. about this. Like, if there's any lightning fans who are like, oh, salty tears, whatever. Yes, that's what tears are made of, water and salt. But, yeah, that's science majors, you fuck off. I'm correct. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I don't know. You got distracted. No, you, didn't no. need to, you didn't need to argue with the comment <laughs> section. I've seen too many stupid... You're right. I've seen too many <laughs> stupid um, goals count. <laughs> for me to know a hundred percent if whether or not that's a kick the rule is so blurry okay like there's no yeah. there's so, no distinction so then the leafs go to overtime and wow it's a quick painful death dude they're uh so so deep in their own heads why uh because they they anticipate failure we are I don't want to be a boomer about this, but this is why they lose game sevens because they think they're gonna, they anticipate failure. How did they anticipate failure? Do you think the Matthews turnover? Is it who, is yes! it who they put over? What, like you, who, who, what no, is it? Cause, cause the, the reason they lost is Matthews turns over the pocket right to the lightning. You know, yeah. like that's, that's what happened. And here, but I don't think that it was a mental lapse because he thinks he's going to lose three on three. So, so then think, they're just bad. I think he's this. just not great at that, and you can't make that play. But they were good so, at this before. They used this to be the, pretty good at this. This was not a. This is were not they? a team that. Oh yeah, this is not yeah. a team that's traditionally bad in overtime. Okay. This is new this year. This is way new. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look at their records. Uh, sure. uh, Maple Leafs. Matthews has scored how many overtime winners? Tavares mm-hmm. two, Marner two. So you think Riley that two? that turnover he makes at the when he enters the zone, he turns around, he sends it right to the lightning. That turnover is a mental lapse because they think they're going to lose. I think so. Okay, like, let me, okay. Matthews at three on three is clearly not as good as he is at five on five. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be something. All right. Give, it, give me a second here. I want to tell you guys. This is how stark this is. Okay. 26 games this year. The Leafs have lost six times in overtime. Mm-hmm. Last out, of, year, out of seven. Last year, they lost seven the entire the year. The whole season? The year before in 56, they lost seven. The year before in 70 games because of the the, the shortened uh, COVID, nine. The year before that, eight. So they are, they're on pace to quadruple what they have historically done with this group. They're on pace to lose like 15, 20 games in overtime. <laughs> like, right. It's, and that's 15 or 20 points, but uh, they're way, way, way in, the last in time their own heads. They lost this many, I believe, is, yes, uh, Babcock's second year. Matthews first, where they won 40, but then they lost 15 in overtime and actually finished below 500 in the 16-17 season. It's still... Isn't that nuts? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But they had a lot of OTLs there. And that they that team yeah. gave up a lot of shit. And, they gave a lot of leads. And though... So we're talking about the Matthews turnover. Uh, Matt Murray has been a wonderful Maple Leaf. One. That's one a, time. That's a bad goal. One one bad goal. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, I'm with you, Jess. Part of me, like, I watch that and I'm like, okay, we're talking about this. It's a hundred percent a thing. You know, you lose six of seven, it's a thing. But are we putting too much into the yips? Uh their mental lapses. Are we putting too much into that because your goalie's gotta have that puck? It's at, like I, I'm yes. not gonna disrespect the guy. He's a multiple 
he's a multi-time champion. Who am I talking about? Matt Murray or Alex Kalorn? Both of them. But, you know, both of those guys have won back-to-back cups. That's Alex Kalorn. Dude, like, he's not even in the top 10 most dangerous shooters on that team. He's not. You're disrespectful. He's not. You're disrespectful. Kucherov? Yeah. Stamkos? Yeah. Hedman? Yeah. Point? Yeah. Sorelli? Yeah. Uh, f- fuck, I'd probably rather face Kalorn than Perry. Sure. Uh, who else we got Zach on that Bogosian, why don't you God forsaken team? Why don't I just yeah. name them all? Dude, he's, Matt he's Murray, definitely not top five. Matt Murray is undefeated in regulation since coming back from injury. Of, That's wild. Of wow. the seven, I believe he's 5-0-2. Oh, of those seven games, he's got one bad goal. Yeah, I, I think I, he's got one bad goal and it happened on Saturday. He's yeah. been solid. He's Rock been solid. great. Yeah, no, I, I'll give it to him. Like, and that's I'm not, fine. I'm not going to make this about him and oh, mm-hmm. I lost the game for the team. No, I think he helped get the game to overtime. Yeah, I don't know how to fix the OT thing. Like, it's, 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 it's a thing. And like those lapses in judgment, if you think it's because of mentally they're going into it, how to lose, I don't know how to fix that. I, that I'm throwing my hands Well, up. Matt Murray so is confusing. a guy that decidedly, if anybody doesn't have the yips, it's him. That All guy's right. played in pressure situations. Um, so at least this time, it's not the goaltending. There are times... Oh, wow, Steve, that's fantastic. I, th- I think um, this water bottle's fucked. Lots of water on Steve. Um, uh, I think that in the past, I think Freddie Anderson for sure had it. Um, as much as I loved Freddie's era, uh, he was. there were times where he was unbelievable in the playoffs, but a good chunk of the time he was not. And aim five hole. And, and exactly. aim five hole. And what's he going to do? Aim five hole. So you, at least fix three on three. Well, at least I, I think you, you got to keep just doing it and then starting to believe that you can. And I wonder if doing things like starting David Kemp, uh, you know, as the first line out there night, they didn't do that in overtime, but not putting out like if you're, if your star players aren't getting it, you throw those fucking players out there until they do. What's the LFR lineup? Give it to me. My LFR lineup. <laughs> I don't remember who I had on defense. Do you? Uh, Mete. Mete? Yeah. So Mete, Giordano, I don't care. One, one of the, those two. Because <laughs> that's all you have. <laughs> and, yeah. and I do Kampf, Engvall. You're out of your mind. <laughs> I nope. know, that's right? so, I was so upset. And you're talking about the Leafs <laughs> galaxy branding it? You're galaxy branding it. I was so you play upset. Matthew Marner. Who scored the winner? Who scored the winner? Matthews, Who scored the winner? Marner. Who scored the winner? Matthews, Marner. Answer the fucking And question. their best defenseman that game, who's Giordano. Who scored the winner? For if, Tampa. If you did I forget, that. I don't know. Killorn. Yeah. And you forget because it's Kalorn. Steve. So don't tell me someone in your depth. Here, yo, here's the difference with Kalorn versus Engvall and Kampf. Kalorn has a multi-year contract where he's worth like five million bucks a year. You're talking about literally throwing out three and a half million dollars. You're fired. Why are I'm you firing yeah, you? Why are you coach. playing? Who's who scored why the winner for you, the devils? Yeah, who else was on the who was who, who scored the winner for the devils? Uh, that uh, the really the really long Russian name guy. Sharon Govich. That's right. Who scored the winner for the Leafs? I don't know. Nick Robertson. Mm. Mm. Now, there's a guy I'd put out in overtime. You'd put him out in overtime? Absolutely. I'd You're put putting him a rookie out in overtime? For You're sure. Fired. I'm firing you immediately. Why would you hire him immediately? I think there's I'm a difference between no, Robertson, different. Robertson didn't start that OT. <laughs> That's right. Maybe you should have. You won it. Okay. Stop it. 